0: People can be left wounded, reeling, hurt, out on their own, and the relationships disintegrating. Paul urges these these brothers, these people, to agree with each other, and agree. And it's not just agree; it's be in harmony, be of one voice, be together. This is not to say they all have to merge into some sort of homogenous lump, thinking and saying the same thing, wearing the same T-shirt. It's not that. But agree with, be alongside, deeply love and treasure and value one another as Christ's creations. Be on the same page. Let's stand together. The warning's clear for us, isn't it? You know, there are lawsuits in America Pastors are being sued over different styles of worship, for changing words in services, for even changing seating plans. Pastors are being sued. The issues have become far, far more important than anything else. And much closer to home, opinions are divided, aren't they? Over liturgy, over styles of worship, and even over church decoration. And maybe we ourselves have stood, stood by whilst changes have been made within church, within this church, that perhaps we've not agreed with, perhaps we've not liked. And that's tough. And I know that there are people here today who, who've spent years in this church and stood by what's gone on here, whether, whether it's been their first choice or not. And I think that's a wonderful witness a wonderful witness to the integrity of your faith, that you've you've kept coming, you've kept faithful, even if maybe the changes weren't what you wanted. And we're not all the same, are we? Thank God. Thank you, Lord. We are not all the same. The church is not full of people like me or like you. And that's good and right. We each have our own likes and dislikes and preferences. And it's good for us to be alongside people whose Lifestyles and opinions are so very different from our own because that's when we grow in love. You know, it's interesting in, in church we can be friends with people, perhaps who, in, in, an, in, a norm, in a normal life, outside of church, in a very secular life, we wouldn't actually be friends with. But we can be alongside people in church who are very different from, our, from us who perhaps are different ages, different genders, different lifestyles. But isn't that a wonderful thing? Paul appeals to the church in Corinth and to the wider church today to be of the same mind, be in harmonious relationship with each other as they follow Jesus Christ. Now, there's much talk, isn't there, in the media, and gosh, we're constantly hearing about it. The society seems to love it. Much talk about divisions in the Church of England and the need for unity. And we know there are challenges, we know there are contentious issues. But there are many, many great things that the Church does. The Church does together, serving on the streets visiting in prisons, changing communities and answering needs. And most importantly, in many, many places, the church, by work and witness, is revealing to the world the glory of Christ. The Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Justin Welby, was a guest on Desert Island Discs not long ago. And, you know, that lovely program where they very calmly lull you into a sort of false sense of security and then send the loaded question. Well, the interviewer slipped in. Well, your job must be to unite the church. And straight away, straight away, the archbishop came back. My job is to preach the good news of Jesus Christ. Isn't that wonderful? Yes, we need to be united. But my job is to preach the good news of Jesus Christ. We need to keep focused on Jesus Christ. Our church is not about the leaders. It is not about the building. It is not about the materials or the music, fantastic as they may be. It's about the good news of Jesus Christ to change lives. Our unity is important. And Paul wrote to the church in Corinth. He wrote to the church and mentions it in Philippians and in Ephesians. Make my joy complete by being of one mind, be of the same mind. He urges us not to argue, not to be distant from each other, but to be together. And Jesus himself, Jesus himself prayed for all believers. As he was approaching his crucifixion, he prayed for all believers. In John chapter 17, verse 22, that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me. May they be brought to complete unity to let the world know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. May they be one as we are one, that's, that's the unity. That's the unity that we're after. And that's so, so much more than standing alongside one another. It's not just tolerating each other. It's not just literally, physically being next to each other. It's so much more. We are bonded in a way that is so much deeper than we know. And why is unity so important? Jesus said, To let the world know that you sent me. Paul writes in scripture that the church exists for the glory of Christ. Because when we act together, when we work together, when we are of one mind and one heart, there is a space for love and grace to flourish in our own lives and in the life of the church. When we act together and work together, there is a space for love and grace to flourish. And there's the space for the glory of Christ to be revealed. So how do we achieve this unity? What can we do? What can we do? There seems so much there are issues in the church which we... Maybe seem powerless to do anything about. We don't have any authority. We don't even know the right people. Here we are on a Friday morning. What can we do? The church is our body of Christian brothers and sisters. And each of us are called to play our part. We are all part of the church. We are all that important part of the church and we must never think that we don't matter and never think that we can't do anything. We are called to do our part and I've got three things to finish. The first thing we can do is be humble. Be humble. Be aware of our own weaknesses and our own vulnerabilities. Beware of our own pride and power that might sneak in and act in love and grace with one another and maybe forgive Forgive one another rather than withhold. We can value each other as Christ's creations. So be humble. Be alert and be aware. Follow up on what we're taught. Check it out check out the readings look you know look look me up we're blessed with wonderful leaders here ministers of integrity and wisdom who point us to Jesus Christ but be alert follow that up ask them questions be alert and be aware never be misled check things out and finally point 3 keep our eyes on the ball Keep our eyes on Jesus Christ. Pray, study his word. Seek a relationship with God. Seek out your relationship with God. Allow your focus, your vision to be filled with Jesus. Keep your eye on the ball. Allow him to utterly fill your vision. Amen. Well, thank you for that. We're going to respond in.